Hi everyone, this is Jack. Uh, just a couple announcements before the episode starts. First of all, this episode does contain some discussions of pedophilia, so if that is triggering to you in any way, please consider skipping this week. Uh, secondly, I just want to give a shout out to some of our patrons who have been supporting us. Uh, so thank you to Adrian Frisbee, Saffron, Emery Silvers, and Jupiter McIntyre. Uh, thank you for your donations. It's really been helping us out. Uh, yeah, that's all I have. Enjoy the episode. The Snyder Cut. Uh, I almost suggested we talk about the the Snyder Cut to be to be facetious, but in four three to preserve Zack <laughs> Snyder's creative vision. I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever read, actually. Yeah. But anyways, let's talk about the let's get to the actual podcast. Let's do our proper introduction. It's lukewarm takes. It's hot takes, but worse. Hi. What's <laughs> Once again, for our patrons, I'm Ford. This, this is, I'm Jack. <laughs> and who are you? My name is Spox. We Hello. Have, we have to do two introductions because we have one for patrons and one for the people who haven't given us money. I see. Yes. Give us money, by the way. Give them um. money. I do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm their friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually. I'm just as broke as them. <laughs> actually, we uh we charged Fox to be here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fifteen dollar admission fee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually have a sign on the door that says fifteen dollars admission fee to get in. If you're a patron and you live near us, one of the perks is you get to be on the show. <laughs> one of the perks is that you get to come over here and tell us uh, about your. We actually don't let you into our home unless you're a patron. <laughs> There's a sign. One of the perks funny. of being a patron is getting to harass them in a train station so that they let you on the podcast. True. Yeah. Because uh, all we did was say, we're going to talk about fanfiction this episode. And you were like, can I be there? Like, <laughs> that's not really harassment. <laughs> no, it's not. You say harassment, but that's not the it word. Was asking politely. <laughs> yeah. That's an exact, harassment is an exaggeration of what actually took place. Yeah. Okay, we're talking about fanfiction. But first, a word from our sponsors. And by that I mean it's TV news time. Oh, I was like, damn, you guys are sponsored. No, that'd be hilarious. However, eventually there are a couple of other small podcasts run by young gay people that we're going to be collaborating with eventually. Young gay people. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Trans Mask Podcast Collective. Actually, one of them is Trans Femme. Ooh, diversity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're mixing it up. It's not, it's not, it's, we, we found a podcast that isn't run by a trans mask. We've actually found two. Wow. Hello from the Hollywoods. Yeah, they're non-binary. Yeah. They're fantastic. Wow. Lo- I love them. They're great. Anyways. The t- TikTok community of young trans people starting audio dramas. It's it's a small but mighty community. It's like four people. It's us and then like four other people. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time that happened, I'd have like three nickels, but which isn't a lot. It's weird that it happened that many times. Anyways, TV news, movie news this week. Movie news that happened this week. The only significant thing, the Snyder Cut of Justice League came out this week, and I still think it looks shitty, but it's darker this time. Ooh. It's darker lighting. (laughs) Ah, you can't see anything. (laughs) Yeah, I saw, like, an image that somebody released. It was, like, a... Wow, look at Zack Snyder's cut versus Joss Whedon. And it was like, it was like a slightly lighter version of the Joss Whedon shot. (laughs) 
I thought it, the only difference is that A, it's four hours long, and B, Jesus. it's slightly darker and meant to be. Uh, Snyder said he wanted it to be more like Greek mytholo- uh, mythology aligned in its uh, in its production. So that could be really interesting, but given it's Zack Snyder, I doubt it. Yeah, like it's you're Zack Snyder. <laughs> Don't get on your high horse about your creative vision. Read Greek mythology to the gays. Come on. Yeah. Did you have a Percy Jackson phase in your youth? Then you don't get to you don't get to do this, Zack Snyder. You're a middle aged man. <sighs> Zack Snyder, man. Yeah. I find it hilarious the way that like people were dunking on him like less than a year ago, like saying like God, ah, this dude, this dude, really, we're letting him direction again, and then <laughs> and then now people are like, oh my God, he's made the best movie I've ever seen. This is amazing, and I'm like. You were the same person that's inverse Lin Manuel Miranda track. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, this is the best Justice League I've ever seen. And they're like, Josh Whedon should feel ashamed. And I'm like, it's still the Justice League. Calm down. Like, I, I, if it is a genuinely better movie, I'm so glad. However, it's four hours long and I'm not going to watch it. So don't send me messages about how Justice League is better. Because I'm not going to listen to them. I also don't understand making Justice League in 4-3. No, it, this isn't the lighthouse. Take a f- breath. It's not an A24 movie, my man. Like, it's not that It's not that important. Even though I would love to see an A24 action movie. That would be hilarious. Just, like, fuck around and find out. That would be hilarious if it were, like, an extremely artsy action movie. Yeah. I would kill for that. I think about... Every day of my life, I think about, like, making an A24-style, very indie superhero movie. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It could kind of vibe. It, it, would, it would vibe, yeah. Uh, now, as for our... Justice sec- League is not that. <laughs> as for our second piece of news this week, uh, Oscar nominations dropped. That's the big thing that happened this week. Uh, I know the Oscars at this point are kind of just... Oscars, or- my ex-beloved. Oscars are kind of arbitrary. I don't really care for them, and their yeah. their opinions in, are kind of shit. In 2022, unfortunately, I will be caring about awards season again because it won't be COVID anymore. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, and as as bad as I know the opinions of the Academy are, it is there's something so excellent about tuning in at 2 p.m. to watch the entire red carpet and then just keeping the TV on until 11 p.m. watching everyone do their fruity little accepted speeches. I truly don't care for the Oscars because it's like, not only do they just have bad opinions, most of the time their opinions are so misinformed because they only watch like three out of four of the movies in their category. It's, yeah, it is just like the most elite tier of the film industry patting each other on the back. And I love it so much. Well, I will say that the thing that I enjoyed about the Oscars as a kid was learning about all the different, like, things that you could be nominated yeah. for. Like, I didn't know what cinematography was, learning about mm-hmm. costume design. Like, those are the things that are interesting to me, like the awards that, like, don't actually get broadcast to anything. Mm-hmm. Just, like, what are those people up to? Yeah. What's going on in their lives? Yeah. All right. So here's the, here's the nominations for Best Picture, since I know that's what people really care about. Uh... Sound of Metal, starring, uh, uh, starring, uh, gosh, why did I immediately forget his name? Riz Ahmed. I immediately forgot his name as soon as I started to say it. Oopsies. Um, Mank. Don't know who, who was in that. Oh. Uh, 
who at one point? Minari, uh, starring Stephen Yoon, who's also nominated for <laughs> Best Actor. Stephen Universe. <laughs> I'm gonna kill no, you. Minari, starring Stephen Universe. I'm gonna kill you. The entire I, cast of the show. It will be over Steven for Universe. you. You're, it's him, Mr. Universe. You will meet your brief end so, like, you will meet your the end of your insignificant life within moments if you say that shit again. Was that better or worse than me assuming that Stanford Pines was like a gem fusion of the twins? <laughs> that was just funny. Okay. That was hilarious. Don't say anything. Gotta leave it alone. I don't. I don't know enough about Gravity Falls to understand fully what that meant. But yeah. Uh, so that Stephen Yeun, he's also up for an, he's also up for a Best Actor award, and he deserves it. That guy is amazing. Uh, Promising Young Woman, uh, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah. That is one I need to watch because I really want to see it. Yeah, that's what I want to watch because oh my god, I love I can't. I can't, why did I, Daniel Kalula. Daniel Kalula, oh, the he, man, the myth, the legend. That man, such a good actor. Yeah, he's my dream Juno Steele in a Penumbra TV show adaptation. Uh, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Yes. And Nomadland, starring Frances McDormand. Nomadland also looks very good. God. Yes, yeah. it is God. Yeah, God uh, took the time out of, uh, out of their busy schedule. Thank you, Frances McDormand. <laughs> yeah. And for Best Actor, we have Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Stephen Yoon for Minari, uh, Chadwick Boseman, may he rest in peace, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And what are they going to do if he wins the Oscar? His oh, wife will yeah. probably accept in his stead, okay. like she did at the Golden Globes. Okay. He won a Golden Globe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He won a Golden Globe for this performance. Okay. Uh, Gary Oldman and Mank. And for Best Actress, we have Andre Day in the United States versus Billie Holiday. Uh, Vanessa I really Kirby, want to see that, too. Uh, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And Frances McDormand for Nomadland. Oh, God. Can you just go to Best Director? Because we don't need to read every single nomination. I'm not, going to, I'm not going to. I was just looking at the parts that I care about. Okay. Uh, I'm still not over the Best Animated uh, Feature uh, nomination because... Uh, you have very normal choices like Wolfwalker, Onward, Soul, Over the Moon, and then you're hit with like a like a freight train. Sean the Sheep Farmageddon. Yes! yes! It's so funny. Sean the Sheep for the win. He deserves it. I know Soul is going to win. I wish Onward would win, but Sean the Sheep, give him an Oscar. He deserves it. Yeah. Long I, and storied career. Yeah. I think that Soul was a a very good idea poorly executed in some ways and well executed in others that's right. been what i've heard i haven't seen it yet yeah, but that's there, been the general consensus yeah there is a a a very weird uh like racial dynamic throughout the entire plotline in which um the uh tina fey is like possessing the black main character's body for most of the movie and he's in a cat yeah, that's the oh. thing that happens. Yeah, right after all of the criticism, like, the criticism about Princess and the Frog, like, reached its peak, where they were like, why did you finally make a movie about two black characters, and then they were frogs the entire time? They were like, about, oh, we'll fix this. What if they were cats instead? Yeah. Yeah. What if they were cats, and then there is a black character, um, but Tina Fey is in him. <laughs> Alright. And now, finally, for best, for best Director, we have Thomas Vinberg for another round. 
uh, David Fincher for Mank, uh, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman, and Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Nice. Some of these movies I have truly never heard of in my life. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> for someone who wants to go into, like, film criticism, uh, I do not pay attention to movies. I love being in film school and just having blissful ignorance yeah. of everything. Yeah. Every once in a while, my uh, media history professor is like, so what's everyone been watching? Like, what's come out that I should know about? And I'm like, well, Matthew, uh, rewatched MASH today. <laughs> That's still going strong. Yeah, I'm just looking to see if there's anything else interesting. Yeah. But we'll probably leave it at that. Yeah. It's good that... Um, the best director category is looking a lot more promising than it did last year. It barely looks promising for the most part. Yeah, not this it's not. Year, but it's not great, but it's better than last year. At In least there, of, there's two women. Yeah, David Fincher is probably gonna win. Just nepotism. There's two women. There's two people of color. We're, we're doing a lot better. Although I did notice that it seemed like. The best actor category was mostly men of color. Yeah. Yeah, that is, it's actually looking very promising this year in that regard. We've got one win. It is. The Oscars are slowly getting there. Um, it, it feels very performative to me. Oh, it's so performative. It feels like, look at our nominees. We can't be racist. It's honestly a little painful because you can tell they're trying to make people yeah. forget they what they are. Done. I know for a fact, though, that the Oscars are, like, making rules to intentionally keep things more diverse. Like, mm -hmm. they're increasing the number of Best Picture nominations mm -hmm. that have to be nominated, because I think that there can be, like, up to a certain number right now, mm -hmm. but they're increasing the, like, minimum number. Um, they're also, like, setting rules where, like, a certain percentage of nominees have to be people of color, and a certain percentage of nominees in technical positions, like director and cinematography, have to be women. Um... And so it's like, they're, they're trying. Uh, it's the bare minimum. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's weird that they need to set restrictions in order to nominate women. But, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. It's just, things, uh, things are happening. Things are, wow. Here, we'll, we'll nominate diverse people, but only if we make rules that demand that we have to. Yeah, we'll it's nominate diverse people to not of fulfill. Our own will. Yeah, to fulfill the rules that we've set for ourselves, um, and also they yeah. they have to make like Oscar genre films. Yeah, we. It took me so long to realize that like Oscar Oscar bait is a movie genre, because it's like they've set themselves up so well to be like this is just where good movies go, and it's like no. This is where movies that were written to be nominated for an Oscar go. <laughs> exactly. No, it's a... Uh, it's it, like, it, like, I could never put my... Like, a lot of people couldn't put their finger on exactly why they didn't... Like, like the rules thing... Like, why do you need... But why do you need rules to nominate people of color? Why do you need rules to nominate women? That's the real thing, you know? Yeah. That's why it's weird. Because it's like, yeah, I'm glad they're trying to take steps to be better but like why did you need a rule to tell yourselves to to care about people of color yeah it's like it's like that thing where 
people will be like, oh, I was like, I went through a racist phase in middle school, but I got over it, and now I'm a much better person. And it's like, cool, why did you go through a racist phase in middle school? Yeah. Like, why- What were you doing there? It's like, why did you need a phase? Yeah. It's so much. But, that's just, that's the way things are, I suppose. Alright. I don't know. I, I don't like it. Anyway. Um, moving on. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Wild. <laughs> I will say that, um, this feels a little bit relevant just because there's a possibility that Archive of Our Own, uh, is it, yeah, it is the biggest fan fiction site. Uh, maybe, maybe not coming out of beta, but making some structural changes soon. Um. It's finally coming out of beta? It's wow. been in beta for They're a They're finally considering taking it out of beta. They, it's been in beta for like a decade. Man. Yeah. I've only ever seen it in beta, yeah. Yeah. Um, essentially what happened is there was one fic that put like every tag possible. Oh, this, yes. In, yeah. Um, if you don't know how Archive of Our Own works, I don't know why you're listening to us speak. I don't know where you found us, but... Um, We're happy to have you. Yeah, it's a fan fiction site, and... Uh, it has a really extensive tagging system, um, and someone made a fic and put, like, every tag possible, and because the site is janky as f and in beta, you had to, like, scroll for, like, several minutes to get to the description of the fic. It was insane. Um, and enough people complained that the people in charge of the site were like, alright, we'll consider making some changes. Um, also, the the big problem with Archive of Our Own is that there's no way to report a fic for being, like... There's rampant pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. there is rampant pedophilia. Here, we'll change the tagging system, but we still won't block uh, real people fanfiction of children. Yeah. We won't stop people from yeah. making... There's people who just, like, write straight-up child porn about... Yeah. Real people. I've also seen a concerning amount of just full bestiality on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. And fifth, and Archive of Rome tries to sell itself, like, and you'll see people like defending it to their grave. Yeah, Those because they're like, you can post anything on Archive, and that's the good thing. And it's like, yes, it's good that there is a space where like anything goes, essentially. Um, however, it should not be one of the things that goes. Like. Um, in a world where anything goes, you should be able to report fanfiction for being a crime. Yeah, like, if, like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but just because anything goes doesn't mean yes. it should. Yes, this exactly. And I feel like if you want to do that sort of shit, just, like, make your own fucking website. Yeah. Make your own. It's, this is my problem with, like, um, I've had to argue about this in class before, when it comes to, like, free speech versus, like, uh, this sort of thing, it's sort of like, I will defend to my grave the legal right to free speech. That doesn't mean websites have to put up with your Yeah. They can ban whatever they want. Yeah, to quote one of the greatest tweets of all time, uh, freedom of speech protects you from the government, not from the Justin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's also like, it's the the uh, model of a tolerant society, right? The paradox yeah. thing, where like if you tolerate everything, you become intolerant because you're tolerating people who like want to kill other people. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like y we shouldn't 
like the reason Archive of Our Own needs to be reg regulated and cri criticized is because if they want to create something that's going to last a long time, they need to remove people who are going to be actively predatory because you can't yeah. have a space where like it's the same thing with like the the commune you see on tiktok where it's like definitely a cult but it's like you can't just have people it's like we accept everyone we'll take anyone and everyone it's like okay that's not great that's actually. not that's not great because then those people can't there, there are people that legitimately cannot exist together because it's dangerous. Yeah. That is just how it works. If I may get dark for a moment, like, yes. I can very clearly blame a lot of my current mental health issues on that I was exposed to as a 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have, it, it's like I can track really clearly, like, when I started suffering from some more severe PTSD sy symptoms from that moment in my life. Yeah. from having intrusive thoughts about these awful, awful sexual things, because when I was 12, it's like, oh, here's a fic about uh, Sam from Superna Supernatural f***ing a dog. Just f Yeah. People made, like... Yeah, it's, um, I have noticed in, like, talking to people who also, like, started reading fanfiction, like, 6th or 7th grade, the time that most people did, um, the amount of, like, just like straight up non-con fic mm -hmm. that people started reading from a very young age and like the effect that everyone is starting to realize that it's having on them like right now it's a lot i'm terrified um i i i have to deal with a lot of like problems figuring out my own sexuality because i now feel so ashamed and afraid of feeling those feelings for anybody even mm -hmm. if they are appropriate feelings because yeah. I now have all these thoughts in the back of my head um, of just like, here are things that you've read in your past when you were a child. What if that's what you're actually into? And it's like, yeah. no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to f toddlers. <laughs> it's just really disgusting. Mm -hmm. Like, So, yeah. Yeah, archive of our own needs regulation and needs it. Yeah, it's the, amount, it's the amount that it's like normalized and then also it's like the amount of content that you can kind of stumble into in fanfiction. They're like, oh, then well, the tagging system means that, like, yeah. you can escape everything. That's it's not like, true. No, it's up to the author what they tag. Yeah. Yeah, also, it's like, I don't know, I, I care a lot about the existence of things like the Dead Dove Do Not Eat tag, mm -hmm. um, because I think that there are, there are scenarios where, like, writing and reading certain things not not like straight up bestiality or like real person child porn but like certain things like writing and reading them can be like an experience that isn't horrible and traumatizing um and like i feel like fan fiction sites are a good place for those things to exist uh but boy you can't just have a 13 year old stumble in like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion that, like, you can write whatever you want. Yeah. No one, is, no one can stop you from doing that. But there should be places where that is the intention of that place. Yeah. So that people who are seeking that out can find that, but it's not just for the entire world to experience. Yes. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I care so much about fanfiction. Um, I... I think that it's, like, such a cool part of literature, um, and deserves more, like, 
credibility and attention than it gets for most people. Um, but also, there are a lot of parts of it that I'm like, yeah, it's okay that the general public thinks about fanfiction in a certain way. Yeah, honestly, it may be for the best. Yeah. There's a certain- I- sometimes I go on the Dean Winchester slash Impala tag just no. to feel something. <laughs> no. I don't read any of the fics, I just like scroll through the descriptions. No. I'm like, wow. This is a- This is excellent, actually. So where does he stick it? Like, the tailpipe? Or- <laughs> Cause like, I, now that you brought this up- You can find out right now when I put my phone- Yeah, now that you brought this up, I need to know- The problem- is that I have read enough character X vehicle fanfiction as a joke that I could tell you. No, no, no. Please tell me. Please inform me where one would stick it, depending, okay. on, their, there depending is, on their bodily autonomy. Yeah. There is um, the exhaust pipe, obviously. What I've also seen is the, the gear shift. Oh. Yes. That's yeah. fun. So that's yeah. for people... That's for people with... Uh, with a different set of uh, hardware down there. Yeah. Um, New and interesting taste. Yeah. Also, also, there's a classic which is just in the car. I'm now looking you might want to mark that. Can... I will. <laughs> um. Yeah. There's people get creative. Yeah. No. I. And uh, I. That's where that's where today's. Main event comes yeah, in. There's a very... Slash Dean Winchester. Sorry, go on. Yeah, there's a very long fanfiction for the Penumbra podcast about Peter Nureyev and the Ruby 7, which is the car that Peter Nureyev drives. Um, and the car is sentient. So it's like... They, they're, like, in an intimate relationship. Yeah, I feel like if the car is sentient, that's slightly more okay. Because yeah. it's sentient. Yeah, but it in that one, scent. in yeah. that one, it's the gear shift, and then also the seats vibrate. Ooh, fine. <laughs> yeah, that was like a fun little spicy detail. All right. So, on that note, this comes to, to today's event, which is the part we were most excited about. Oh, you have it pulled up. Oh, I pulled it up. I will. What is it? Yeah, oh, we're talking. One more thing on the Dean, Chester, Dean Winchester slash Impala, which is uh, this beautiful, beautiful description that I've just found. Um, Dean Winchester f- dies of tetanus because he is a homophobic anti-vaxxer who wants to go to super heaven. It's true. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I want to do a little preamble to yeah, this. Yeah, okay. I will be sending this, I will send this to you whenever he finishes, because I don't, I yeah. don't want you to have too much preface for okay. this. The preamble is that, um... One of the reasons that I think fanfiction deserves, like, a place in literature is because, like, there are pieces of fanfiction that hold the same, um, like, place in, in the world of, like, gay teenagers and in fandom that, like, actual classic novels have. Like, I'm, right now, it's All the Young Dudes, which is, like, a 188-chapter Harry Potter fanfiction that people have started replacing the Harry Potter canon books with, um, because J.K. Rowling. Uh, and not it's, that it's any better, but... Yeah, it has its own problems. I'm not gonna talk about it, because I haven't read the entire fic, and so I'm not that informed. Um, but just, I've read the first ten chapters, it has its own problems. But, like, fics like that, um, and then... Uh, the, the, the ever-present classic that we're gonna read right now, which is Twisted Shout! 
Uh, oh, okay, I've heard of this. Have you like, not read it? There's no. Like, uh, take, pick your, pick Let me your pull Well, because this is not a fandom that I'm in, I don't believe. It's Supernatural. Yeah, I've watched ah, a season of this television show. And that uh, was several season. years ago. The, the first one. So, <laughs> you know I don't know, some people watch the off-season. Yeah, uh, everyone please pick your character. I will be narrator, obviously. <laughs> okay, how many people are in this? Um, um several. I um, don't think we should start... Okay, um... Where do you think we should start? Yeah, here's the thing, is that, uh, Twist and Shout, since its publication, has undergone, like, a huge, um, editing. I like that it still says, uh, unknown amount of chapters, like, it's 12 slash question mark. That would be so funny if they just posted a new chapter now. We just, like, woke up one day and it was like, oh, new Twist and Shout chapter just dropped. (laughs) Chapter 13, um, sometimes I think about going back and updating, uh, fix that I haven't posted on in, like, several years, just to see what happens. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, the thing that happened to this fic is that they switched the order of some of the chapters to, I don't know why, couldn't tell you why. Um, but they did, and so if we start at chapter two, it would be like starting at classic chapter one. Okay. Um, the summary, for those of you who don't know, uh, it's a 1960s AU of Supernatural. Um, Cass is a- oh, it's also like no- no Supernatural things happen. Uh, Cass is just a little Christian boy. Dean is a competitive motorcycle racer. Um, Dean gets drafted into the Vietnam War, comes back, has PTSD, is like, Cass can't love you anymore, leaves in the middle of the night. Um, Cass then moves to San Francisco, uh, starts dating Balthazar, who's another angel character in Supernatural, uh, gets addicted to heroin, gets AIDS, dies in the AIDS epidemic. This is not, this is not a joke, by the way. Yeah, that's the whole story. Um, there is, <laughs> uh, my reputation as, like, a World War II dad, um, started because there is a chapter in this fic that is just Dean in Vietnam, and that's, like, what I started like you the have to be me. Dean, then. What? I feel like you have to be Dean, then. Jesus Christ, okay. It's up to you, Can you but... know I'll be Dean? <laughs> Can you do a Dean Winchester voice? No, I can't. Uh, disappointing. Cass. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Cass. 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 Cass, I hate gay people. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of censoring this episode, folks. <laughs> um, just as a note. Yeah, I... Oh my god, in the notes, they put, you know, in, um, like, actual published books on the copyright page they have a little disclaimer that's like any similarities between real or actual events or people is purely coincidental wait a minute have you not seen that on fix before that's on fix all the time yeah no i've seen that but this is like copy and pasted oh and i haven't seen that before and normally people are just like i don't own the supernatural characters and we're like yeah we know know. (laughs) you're posting on fanfiction.net buddy well that's because i don't think robert singer has one that's you never know. Of, well, that's you because never of the uh, epidemic with Anne Rice in the early 2000s. Right, right. Yeah, true. Um, I feel like you guys should do an episode at some point that's just fanfiction history. That would be such a long The episode. first fanfiction ever made was in like the 1910s, and it was John Locke. <laughs> that isn't a joke. 
No, it's not. Really? Interesting. Yeah, it was John Watson and Sherlock. I feel like there will definitely be some older historical examples, but I believe well, that that... Well, it's like, anything older than that is like not considered fanfiction, it's just considered literature. I was going to say, isn't like Dante's could, Inferno yeah. technically Bible fanfiction? I was about to say that. Like, Dante's Inferno, that is fanfiction. <laughs> It's with his self-insert. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so today oh we are... We're starting on chapter two. I think we're only going to have time to read chapter two. It's a long and chapter. Not yeah. even all of it. We'll just have to find a stopping point. Let's read... Hold on. Let's decide on a stopping point now. There's also several other characters. Oh my god. Is Dean even in this one? It doesn't look oh like Oh my it. god, the Elvis reference. <laughs> Well, do you want to pick, like, uh, a chapter with, like, the both of them in it? Yeah, okay. Um, let's go... Uh, Cash watches Dean walk through the party, blah, 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 blah. Chapter three has... Chapter three has both of them in it. Okay. Chapter three, I think, is a motorcycle race. Ah, uh, yes! This is excellent. Okay. Um... It is also... Spicy. Um, it's not full on smut, I don't think, but it is spicy. We will have to uh, do some censoring. Scintillating. Oh, Sam's in this one. Wow. Hi, Sam. By the way, this doesn't count again. This doesn't count against our supernatural band because it's fan fiction. <laughs> we had a conversation about it about whether or not we could legally read this. <laughs> Because after the Supernatural finale, we decided that we weren't going to talk about it on the show anymore. That's very valid. Because we don't like it. Because the thing is, we don't like it. <laughs> the problem is, is that I love talking about Supernatural so much, but it's not good for me. Because <laughs> every time I do, I either get irrationally mad or I start reverting back into my Supernatural <laughs> fan self. I'm just waiting for next year, when I'll, uh, next November specifically, for the one-year retrospective <laughs> of November 3rd, I think, right? Sixth. Sixth? It okay. was election day. Right, right, right. Because I remember, because it was me and, I think, Aaron and Oak, two of my other roommates, for people who don't know, um, just in, for some goddamn reason, we, as a collective, like to hang out in Aaron's room. It's the smallest room. Exactly. We have a <laughs> we have a single, a double, and a triple. I live in the triple, and we hang out in Aaron's room, which is the single for some reason. So we were all like in Aaron's room on the bed. I'm scrolling through Tumblr when I'm like, "Hold on, wait a minute, things are occurring. Something, something's not right. Something's here. happening here." It's like um. X, X Tumblr fandom 9-11. It's like, where were you when Destiel became canon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no longer for the rest of my life. Yes. I will too, unfortunately. I remember sitting there and I you was... You were on my bed. Yeah, I was just sitting on Twitter, just looking, and I was like, hold on. Hold on! <laughs> Something in the air has shifted. Like, I saw people being like... disturbance in the fort. I saw somebody being like, I can't believe uh, Dean Cass is canon. I was like, wait, what? I thought it was a joke at first. I thought yeah, it was just, like, yeah. I thought somebody was just messing with me. But yeah, uh... Here we go. Alright. <clears throat> Let me do my Cecil Palmer voice. <laughs> Cecil Palmer. 
I feel like every trans mask in middle school has a phase where they tried to talk like Cecil Fulmer. I know uh, I did. I did that one hiccup horrendous haddock the third. It's all in the tone of vo- it's all in the tone of voice. You gotta get real good. The trans yeah. the trans mask ideal voice spectrum is completely contained between Cecil Gershwin Palmer and Hiccup Horrendous Haddock the Third. That that is very true. And now the weather. <laughs> Thank you. June 1966. There was something missing when Cass woke up. The warmth beside him gone. The bed cool beneath his touch. Music was pouring down the hallway into the open door of the bedroom, and Cass sleepily rubbed at his eyes, sitting up in bed and slipping his fingers between his hair with a yawn. Dean wasn't in bed with him, but he was still in the apartment. I feel the urge to act this out. (laughs) I'm not going to, because this is an audio format. (laughs) There's going to be central music under this, maybe a bit, maybe some, like, uh, sparkly sound effects. No, I'll be playing Elvis. Oh, so good. Excellent. For... I just want to say, for the people who, who haven't experienced Twist and Shout, it's called Twist and Shout. They never talk about the Beatles. The song in the fic that's important is Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis. And it's called Twist and Shout. Okay. Why? Okay. Kick the music back in. Kick the music okay. back in now. Dean De- wasn't in bed with him, but he was still in the apartment. For a moment, Cass thought it was Saturday and he had gone out to the track for practice runs, but it was Sunday. Faintly, he could hear Cass singing, a little louder than the music, way off key. Cass laughed to himself and hauled his stiff body out of the door, stretching his arms above his head and twisting his back, working at the stiffness of his joints and muscles. He worked, he opened the closet door and dug through the clothes hanging, coming back with the sweater and pulling it over his head. Yellow, black, yellow, black. <laughs> black and yellow. <laughs> B-movie AU. Thank you. <laughs> it was nearly, it nearly swallowed him whole, coming back with the sweater and pulling it over his head. It nearly swallowed him whole, and he realized it was one of Dean's. Wow. <laughs> wow, didn't see that coming. Wearing his sweater. He hadn't even known that Dean owned a sweater. <laughs> thought, he thought, but, thought. Yeah, he he. He he. He he thought the only thing he owned. <laughs> the, on, the only thing he owned that was any protection from the cold was his leather jacket. He wandered, he wandered out of, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to break character so hard. It's so funny. I'm leaving you. Go on. You can do it. He wandered out of the room and into the kitchen where Dean was, hovering over the stove. That was such a- Okay, that was a weird comma. Dean was, hovering over the stove, moving something around in a pan with a spatula. And then the smell hit Cass, and he moved over to where Dean was, arms shaking around his waist. Snaking! Okay, Christ. Arms snaking around his waist as he rested his head onto his shoulder. Dean jumped slightly, his, he's, and he stopped singing, the music more clear with that Dean's voice ri- rising above it. Did I wake you up? (laughs) (laughs) There's just gonna be a screeching record right there. Like a screeching record. (laughs) Just completely ruining the vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Dean said as he pulled the bacon out of the pan and set it on the waiting plate beside the stove, turning the burner off and turning around in Cass's arms. Cass hummed softly Mm. and shook his head, pressing his face. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for the sound of (laughs) this. Pressing his face into the crook of Dean's neck, 
Dean laughed softly and brought his arms up, holding Cass against his chest. You've got a big day today. <laughs> this, is, this is so much. This is so much. I, can't, I don't know what Cass sounds like. So I'm Basically giving, that. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. I'm giving a good go. Cass mumbled against Dean's neck, lips brushing against his. You're gonna go, right? <laughs> of course. Cass laughed softly, pulling up, pulling back to look up at Dean. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Now what's for breakfast? This is making me realize how similar Dean and Cass's voices are. I can't tell them apart that It's well. really bad. Not only is this writing so much worse than I remember it being, but it's also just, it's also yeah. just, there is, I, I love the fanfiction style of writing. It's just good. <laughs> it's so They're like, you don't need to know anything about these characters. You only need to know what they're doing. That's what the vibes are. Yeah. You only need to know that they're doing these actions in this order. Yeah. It's like, here's the exact actions they are doing. You don't have to know what they're thinking as they're doing them. But everything is colored. Yes. Every single color of everything and of texture. Yeah. You don't need to know what people are thinking or feeling. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, but I'll, the, most of what I know about Supernatural is that after the finale, I then went, went and watched a couple compilations of like Dean Cass moments. So uh -huh. I, was, I was like, I'm intrigued. It's like, damn, I really can't tell these two people's voices apart at all. No, they both they both sound like this. Yeah, it's very sensual. Oh, ripped. <laughs> that hurts, Al. <laughs> Jensen and Misha still have voices after doing that for their job for 15 years. <laughs> Frankly, it's amazing they're still able to talk like in in this town. They talk it all. If they can talk at all, maybe they're actually being controlled by robots. That would make a lot of sense. For Jensen, <laughs> not for Misha. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Wife energy. He's got bi wife energy. Okay. <laughs> All right. I would. Uh, they ate at the ta they ate at the table. Dean sitting across from Cass, shoveling scrambled eggs into his mouth, and Cass looked on with a fond smile on his face. It had been about two weeks since he moved in with Dean, and they had fallen into a routine with each other so easily. Good for them. When Cass oh my god, these bitches get <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. I will say that fanfiction is the only place that I have found that writes good, like, gay domestic content. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It had been about two weeks since he had moved in with Cass, and they had fallen into a routine with each other so easily. When Cass had quiet classes, he woke up before Dean, showered and got ready, and kissed him before he headed out. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a wet sound! <laughs> I, okay, we, whenever, <laughs> that's what we do, whenever Oak goes to see their girlfriend, that's just what we do as they leave. No! You make obnoxious kissy noises? If it'll be, like, Oak will come in and tell, Oak will come in and me and Dylan's room and tell, tell us that they're leaving, and then me and Dylan will just do that in unison as they walk away. I, that's Excellent. That is how I will be imagining, uh, everything from now on, thank you. Uh, thank you. Anyways, <clears throat> he woke up before Dean, got showered, and got ready, and kissed him before he headed out. On his days off, <laughs> Dean woke up before Cass, letting him sleep in, and Dean normally cooked breakfast for the two of them. And when Dean worked, 
Cass would stay up uh, to wait for him to get home, busying himself with his homework or studying. And when Dean would get home, they'd have dinner together with a record playing in the background. It was a good routine. I want what they it have. Worked. You're jealous of these, of these I want band what they have. Oh my god. <laughs> Cass, stre Cass stretched his leg forward, the top of his foot grazing over Dean's leg. And Dean looked up at him, grinning. You're gonna do. You're gonna do great today. <laughs> Cass smiled as he picked up a piece of bacon to chew on. Thanks, babe. Dean laughed softly, finishing off his scrambled eggs. But I always do great, don't I? Don't be so smug. <laughs> that was Sonic. That was Sonic. That was Sonic the <laughs> I know that, and as soon as you said that, I remember. I. Immediate full body flashback into the one like full Where? semester of middle school where I would pull out my Sonic the, the Hedgehog impression at any given moment. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> Don't be so smart. <laughs> uh, he finished off his bacon and pushed his plate towards Dean, not too fond of eggs himself. Dean gave him a questioning look, but Cass shrugged. You're gonna need it so you can blow all those other guys away. Don't like my cooking? Dean pulled the plate towards himself and began to eat the eggs, and Cass rolled his eyes, pushing away from the table and moving towards the other side. Just so much action. This is so- I don't need to know every single thing Please they do! Please tell me what they're thinking! Please tell me what's going on in their heads! Also, like, this sentence structure is very fanfiction. It's so- like, these run-on sentence after run-on sentence, and it's all just like- uh, I walk here. I lean on this. I do this. I touch Fox on the shoulder. My blue orbs. <laughs> sorry. Blue orbs. My icy blue orbs. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. Because that's why I wasn't looking at you. No, but someday I am going to do like a full analysis of smut where I just write down and record and count every different word that are used for dicks. Because it's so fascinating to me. My least favorite is member. I hate member, so I hate it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Just... This whole conversation is going to have to be censored for page, for uh, for the audience. Nah. <laughs> it's against, it's, That's not a swear word. Yes, it is. is. Not, Dick is not a swear it's word. It's a person's name. Richard. Yeah. Just say Richard then. Christ. I think that should be a thing in fanfiction. I think that should be. <laughs> I will whip out my Richard. <laughs> oh, there's a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, God. I Please out... let me design merch for you guys. I whip... Do you want? <laughs> yes. I whip out my I Richard. I whip out my Richard. <laughs> so, oh, so, far we have, so far we have flying the Jolly Roger. And we have whip out your Richard. I whip out my Richard. <laughs> Oh, I have a design in my head already. Good. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> and Cass rolled his eyes, pushing, the pushing away from the table and moving towards the other side. He leaned over Dean and wrapped his arms around his neck, sleeves hanging around his over his hands past his fingers. <laughs> he does sweater paws and says, ooh, actually, that's exactly what happens. Cowboy and he pressed a kiss to Dean's cheek. I think that's you. Oh. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. I love your cooking. Sorry, I was writing down my design plan. That's okay. <laughs> Dean made an approving sound when Cass kissed his cheek again. <laughs> Every time you do that, it takes me out. And then he pulled away, heading toward the living room. 
I'm sorry. I just like they describe everything they do. It's so funny. He rif he rifled through his records, which were now stacked against the wall beside the turntable, and pulled one out, replacing the one currently playing. Dean wandered through the living room not long after, his sweats hanging low on his hips, and Cass took one moment to let his eyes rake over him. Enjoying the view? Mm, sure. <laughs> if you go to chapter 11, chapter 11, and scroll down until you see the phrase, Cass died on a Thursday. Oh good, thank you. And we will read this section. Yeah, it may take you- Who the fuck is Tessa? I don't know. It's Tessa Thompson. She's here. Oh, hi, Tessa. Tessa Thompson got cast in a new in a new movie. Twist and shout. Twist and shout. All right, I'm I, here. I'm one here. of my like dreams um, is to become like a known screenwriter and write a movie that is clearly based on Twist and Shout, but I change all of the names yeah. and I make it subtle enough that no one can like definitively trace it back to Twist and Shout, but any supernatural fan who watches the movie knows. You like you get it. the writer, you get the original writer in on it. You're like, hey, I got a job for you. Yeah, I like I I co-write it with one of the original writers of Twisted Shout, but because they use pseudonyms on Archive of Our Own, no one knows that it's the original writer. So people like go and get really mad about. It. They're like, they stole your idea. And it's like, oh, oh no, did they? Gabriel and Stand by Me are in the credits. You just don't know. Yeah be so funny. It's like, oh, that's what you misunderstood. Yeah. They were there the, the whole, whole time. time. <laughs> Alright. It's me, I've been here the whole time. Alright, here we go. The best part of this fic. Okay. Ready. It's gonna be truly terrible. Um, I think Should Tessa... I it could be Tessa and Cass. I think is Cass still here? <laughs> yes. Cass is, oh, okay. Cass is still here. I don't know if he speaks. Cass is still with <laughs> us. What? Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> Alright, so... Cass is currently dying right yeah, now. Yeah, I think Tessa's meant to be the nurse from what I can tell. Yeah, think. that's what it looks like. Alright, so Tessa Thompson is the nurse in this in this cool. wonderful casting. <clears throat> Cass died on a Thursday. It was sunny, late afternoon. Beautiful California weather. The time leading up was quiet. His glassy eyes set sunken into his head, half open, his body limp on the bed. He made sounds sometimes, or raised a hand to rake at his gown over his chest. They love that word. They yes. love the word rake. That's just, uh, that's another fanfic trope that I just fucking hate. It really is. You're gonna have to mark that. Sorry. It's okay. No, we, it's okay, we do that. We yeah. mark it all. Uh, <clears throat> at some point during the, that night, Tessa had come in to check his IV. Dean had lifted his eyes long enough to watch her touch Cass's hand, and he knew that when she turned away, she was wiping her face. Tessa's real invested in this now. Can I lie with him? Dean said, breaking the rattling sound of Cass's breathing. Tessa nodded, still pretending to read something. Dean pushed the chair back and pulled the rail down. He eased himself into the bed, pulling Cass onto his shoulder. Mine said. Sorry, I'm working on this now. <laughs> Cass started, but she had to cut herself off. Dean pulled the blanket over Cass's lap. Thrusting his cheek under Cass's dry, frilled hair. Did do they not wash his hair in the hospital? I guess not. Okay. I think it's also just a thing that your hair gets when you're actively dying. I, I even guess. if you wash it. I, I guess. Like maybe it's maybe I'm just misunderstanding how this how uh, AIDS works in this regard. But I, I uh, that doesn't clock for me. However, I could be wrong. Anyways, Cass breathed like waves crashing. 
Sorry, I'm just laughing. Yeah, the wave motif is a recurring thing in this It's fic. really funny. Cass breathes like waves crashing. Tessa ducked her head, touching the end of her bed, touching the end of the bed, her white hands blending in the into the sheets in the dark. It won't. That's you. It won't be too much longer, she said brokenly. And oh, Dean no. didn't say anything, but folded his hands over Cass's rub, the rubbing the papery skin with his thumb. Tessa stood at the end of the bed for a long time, and she wiped her eyes with her fingertips. I'm so sorry. Her voice was teetering, about to shatter. The professional edge had long since gone. Dean shook his head, listened to her footsteps disappear down the hall. In the emptiness that followed, <laughs> Dean found his sorry, mouth open. Ahead a little bit. Shut up! Don't don't spoil it. We can. <laughs> Dean found his had found his mouth open, but no words would come out. He stroked Cass's thin shoulder all the way down to the sharp stab of his elbow. His fingers shook where they rested on his skin. It's all right, he said to the stillness. Another another wave broke when Cass breathed. It's all right. You can let go. I know. I know you're holding on because you're worried. You're too stubborn, Cass. And I know you're holding on for me, but I'm going to do the right thing this time. I'm not, I'm not going to make you wait on me again. Cass choked and Dean shifted him. It seemed like something fluttered in Cass. Some recognition that had been lost for hours. He watched TV till morning, Cass still leaning against him until, at last, he kicked his leg restlessly. His breathing increased to an impossible rate with the fluid that had built up in his chest. Dean knew. It's okay. Dean assured him. You know, you know I love you. You know I do, so it's okay. It's okay to let you go now. He shook his this head. This happens in the show, but with Sam and Dean. He shook his head again. <laughs> <laughs> trying to clear the tears away, but they wouldn't stop. Real dialogue from the finale. Tessa had just Tessa had said that hearing was the last thing to go. Just keep talking to him. He could be anxious or scared. Don't be scared. Dean blurted. You're doing so good, Cass. You're doing so good. He racked his brain for something, anything, and suddenly he remembered Cass's face looking up at him again. So why is it your favorite song? I've given up on the Dean impression. <laughs> Cass's hand, hand padded over his chin. Dean never lost track of his eyes, even when Cass looked at his hand, his own hand shy. He nudged Dean's mouth with his index finger, moving so his palm was cupping his jaw. Dean grinned against Cass's skin, unable to keep his smile contained. I don't need to know every single thing you do. The you do, though. <laughs> the blue-eyed boy across <laughs> from <laughs> This is supposed to be a serious scene of a man dying of a disease. Yeah. Well, this is actually a flashback to their No, I know, gift. but this is like a man dying of a terrible disease. Yeah, oh god, I have to sing. Oh. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Okay. And he didn't know it. He practically shone. His soul glittered with something blue and white, and Dean wanted to wrap himself in it. Something like God's grace. Oh my God. No. Something the blue and like the blue and green smudginess of seashells or glass bottles. I think this is Cass. I just, I like songs about love. He breathed a laugh, and Dean wrapped that laugh around his finger like a lace ribbon. Huh? Song. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> what kind of description was that? A romantic one. <laughs> Sure. Songs about love he hadn't cared about like but before, but now he wouldn't have to have said anything about that. That made no sense as a sentence. No, sure didn't. <laughs> he wanted another smile. He wanted another dreamy look in Cass's eyes. So, so he he <laughs> he sang along. He sang along. He had wanted to fall in love with him. Uh, he had wanted to fall more in love, but because nothing was going to hurt anymore if that happened. 
He had convinced himself, young and stupid, this boy was going to make this world turn and the stars would fall like rain. Oh my god. What? Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I hate gay people. <laughs> okay. Proud to announce I am a homophobe now. Congratulations, I'm so proud. Thank you. Dean, Dean had heard it before, hadn't he? On the radio somewhere. Somewhere before, but at that moment, Cass was looking at him and Dean had never loved him more than he did sitting across that table. Watching him drift away, listening, the one he, the one he hummed as he traced Dean's arm when the fe when the fell asleep when the fell asleep, the one he played till he till he ruined the record. Remember? He hushed. That's not a thing, people. Okay, you remember <laughs> that in that little apartment? You know, I still I still can't remember where I heard that song. I just sort of knew the words though. Casperito. Oh, no. Casperito. <laughs> Cass breathed harshly again, and Dean adjusted his sweater a little, smoothing down his uh, smoothing it down with his palm. He watched it his hand his own hand and couldn't bring himself to do it again for a moment. Ahem. Why <laughs> say You began Only fools rushing. He slid his hand down to, Ca to Cass's lap, closing it around Cass's clo closed fingers. But I can't <laughs> Cass jerked, gasping, hands scrambling at nothing. His eyes were wide and unseeing, and his legs twitched. Dean stared at the wall, holding him tightly. I, I can't help falling in love with you. That's all I'm gonna sing. There's another line, I'm not gonna sing it. There was a terrible sound, and he sucked in air and it turned in his chest. <laughs> the noise thick and wet, and when he exhaled, it hissed like waves crashing against rocks, like the tide slithering back towards the sea. Uh, whenever you're scared, I don't fucking That's know. not a line from the song. It's not. <laughs> Did they add their own lyrics? or? I don't think that's supposed to be it. I well, think it's more flashback, but what? It reads like a lyric, I'm sorry. Yeah. Cass stopped breathing entirely. He could feel Cass's heart beat once, and then the grand pause, another beat. He raised the camera to his oh, eyes. Oh, this is a flashback to, to the a different chapter. The framed pictures on the wall were blurring together, spilling out of their borders and mingling on the dull wallpaper, a watercolor mess. Cass didn't move. Cass turned towards the camera, smiling. He had to be brave. He had to be brave. He had to be brave like he couldn't be before. He watched his mouth uncurl. Oh my god, he's an eldritch monster. <laughs> oh god. He promised he'd take care of him. It was like watching flowers open in slow motion. Oh my god, this is annihilation. <laughs> Six season seven of Supernatural reference. That he, that, that he, he'd always ca he cared of him. He took a breath. His boy. Eyes on the camera. His, His boy. boy. I love you. Dean was trying to remember what to say. It's okay. Like a river. It's okay. Surely to see. <laughs> he sang. The monitor was screaming, and Dean had to sing louder so Cass could hear him, bending his face so close pressing it against his temple, hoping the words would go straight to, into him. Darling, so it goes, some things are meant to be. Further up the beach, laughing now, glinting like diamonds, the light bouncing off and returning to his eyes, the glare of the sun off his glasses, making him shine, making his soul shine. Take my hand. He sang, and his voice was falling apart. He could barely hear himself from the wall machine, the whale of machinery. Take my whole life, too. His fingers remained in the hollows of his cheek, thumb brushing over his lips. He cupped his hands and shouted. 
The noise peaked and Dean was silent and able to continue, tears falling into Cass's hair. That might give his hair some moisture, I don't know. <laughs> his dry, brittle hair. Conditioner. His cheek was. You know, the more I think about this, the more this was a really insensitive thing to do in this chapter. Like, the way that they were like, you know what? What if Cass died from AIDS in this fan fiction I'm writing? Yeah. No, this, this fan fiction is just like a couple of people who are definitely not qualified to write about these issues trying to write a really nuanced take about homophobia in the Vietnam War era, and it doesn't land. No, it's like, the more I'm reading this, the further in I go, I'm like, wow, this is- It simply doesn't land. The first chapter, like, the first chapter is Cass getting kicked out of his apartment for being gay. Yeah, Um, no, the more I'm, like, reading this, the more I'm like, wow, this is insensitive. Yeah. Like- That's why I feel fine laughing at it, because it's like, oh my god, someone wrote this. Like, and if you are that person, if for some reason you find this podcast and you're- If you're Gabriel or Stand By Me. I want you to know, thank you for your- Why'd you do this, King? Like, so, thank you for your contribution. I'm sure you wrote this with the utmost good intentions and sincerity. However, this is a wildly insensitive thing. Yeah. We're almost to the part where we can stop reading. Okay, thank god. Uh... The noises peaked and Cass's hair up. His cheek was pressed into Dean's shoulder. Eyes stared blankly past Dean's chest, shining out of his colorless face. Two half moons peering out from under his dark lashes. I love you. Crash. I, I love, love you. Crash. I, I love. love. That's where we can stop. <laughs> no, no. That is the most iconic moment. All right. That's where we're gonna. That, we're gonna quit. That's where we're gonna pause today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Lukewarm Takes and coming on this journey with us, revisiting fan fiction and talking a bit about AO3. Thanks for coming, Fox. Thank you so Th- much for having me. Yes. I hope. Are there? Wait. Do we have any closing thoughts about fan fiction, or are we just ending it on Dean Winchester? Well, my closing thoughts are that keep writing fan fiction. I know we just spent a lot of time like making fun of the style and like writing and stuff like that, but. We're all people that have written fan fiction or continue and to write fan fiction. Yeah. writing fan fiction. Like, at this point in time, like, and there's nothing wrong with that. It is inherently a self-indulgent, like, genre. Yeah. So like, I was going to say, fan fiction is such a powerful tool for crea- uh, self-expression and creation and has been so empowering to so many young people yeah. trying to start writing and has been a kickstart for many people's careers. Um, and so as much as we shit on it... Richard Sykin got his start writing super hulak fanfiction. Just, so yeah, enjoy the thing you're writing, and yeah, we may make fun of it a little, but that's just part of it. Just having a healthy attitude towards fanfiction. That's just realizing that you can't take yourself too seriously. Like, you, it can, fanfiction has its importance as a piece of, like, as a piece of, like, a learning tool, as something to enjoy yourself with, etc. and so on. But it's also just fan fiction, so yeah. have fun with it. Make whatever you want. And yeah, we're laughing at this terrible Dean Cast fan fiction, but you know, it's still it's still somebody something that somebody spent a lot of time on. And for that, we appreciate them and we appreciate what Thank they you, tried Gabriel, to do. Thank you, Gabriel, and Stand By Me for make your whatever, contribution make, to literature. Make whatever you want. Maybe not child porn. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, just make whatever you want as long as it's not hurting anyone. Yeah. I think that's a pretty healthy thing to say. Yeah. All right. And hey. If you can, go support us on whatever platforms you can. We, have, we are. We are on, we are Brain Rot Presents, uh, that's Presents with no E's, Brain Rot underscore Presents with no E's. On and all social media. On, our also, Patreon is Brain Rot Presents. 
Yeah. The Instagram account for this podcast is LukewarmCakesEC. And, uh, yeah, for $2 a month, you can hear the entirely uncensored version of that. And, uh, also, have a good day, folks. Yeah. We care about you. And also... And hey. Thanks. And hey. Thanks. I still think that the two genders are, and hey, thanks, and hi, Alex here. (laughs) But yeah, no, take care of yourselves, read your fanfiction, write your self-indulgent nonsense, just have a good time. And uh, this has been a WEC broadcast. Uh, We still don't know who's next. I looked it up the other day and I forgot. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Alright, uh, bye. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 